Imagine every sitcom and romantic comedy about college postgrad and how magical it was supposed to be. Imagine that it's the exact opposite and you have the lives of Tiffany Ho and McKenna Wan. Having a beautiful apartment that overlooks the LA skyline with a hot boyfriend and a group of girlfriends who goes out to bars every night is not the reality. At a postgrad, we quickly discovered that our expectations of this grand life we were promised was neither what we imagined or even existent. So we wanted to highlight the normalcy of the day-to-day struggles and achievements of a 20-something-year-old in an authentic and genuine way. We are sitting right in the trenches of trying to navigate what it looks like to experience vulnerability, create meaningful relationships, and ultimately live our best mature lives. Here is the Mature Podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm McKenna. And I'm Tiffany. And today we're kind of talking about this roller coaster of a week, um, giving a little snapshot of what the past couple weeks have been looking like for us. I think we have um, maybe we've done a lot of different topics. So we wanted to give a raw and honest look at what triggers those moments of the cycle, if you will, of just feeling stuck, feeling in this, um, I don't even know what you would call it. It's kind of hard to explain. I just feel like it really does sometimes just feel like, um, just like a continuous roller coaster. You just, first off, never asked to be there. <laughs> Second of all, just literally never <laughs> no stopped one, going. You literally never asked to like hop on the ride. Yeah. Someone just kind of like pushed you through the whole line yes. that was like 120 minutes yes and then just somehow you were like okay yeah and exactly. someone buckled you in and you're like this will be just like california screaming right you'll get off at the end and it just like it's a loop yeah it's, just, it's that giant big circle that's just like upside down where you're like cool yeah i i feel like it, it we, we have been doing a lot of cool like talking about a lot of cool conversations and I think that really the heart of this platform was really we want to give you guys a real snapshot of what life has been like post-grad, of what your fellow 20-something-year-olds are doing in the day-to-day and, and just like our thoughts, but um, just kind of just being really honest with where we're at. Um, I mean, seriously, I... We kind of just said basically like it just feels like it's a never ending thing, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, when will it end? And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I feel like there is a very thin line, and we can get into that cycle and like that black hole and that thought really, really quickly of like, okay, so I just work for the rest of my life, and then what? <laughs> Die? Basically. <laughs> And it's, like, a really scary, like, thought to have, especially, you know, um, whether you're just, like, finishing school or maybe just simply, like, you are just now working and you're in the workforce. Like, what happens from here? You know, like, how, what do you do when you're stuck in that space? Like, how do you get out of that? Yeah, I would love to sit here and be like, I know the answers. I figured it out. And I think for some seasons of my life, I have. Like, um, I think within this season of post-grad, there's been like mini seasons 
if you will. Yeah. Where, like, for three months I was, like, here, and then three months I was there, and three months I was way over there, you know? So for, like, those first snippet of three months, I was like, yes, I know what this means. I have an idea. I'm like, yes, I love my life, and I'm going to work through the first, like, it also depended a lot on how work was going. Work right now sucks. So that definitely explains why I've been in a cycle of suck because it just sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that'll do it for you. Like, when you are when you hate work, when you are feeling crummy and suckish, everything in your life is affected. Yes, and I think a lot of people don't acknowledge that. Because they're just like, oh, like, my life sucks right now. It's like, okay, well, why? Like, do you, like, do you actually sit back and ask yourself, like, why am I contributing to it? Which no one wants to answer. No one even <laughs> asks themselves that question. They don't want to think they're the problem. No, of course not. A mirror to you? Heck no. <laughs> um, so for a little bit of time, like, I was having a really hard time at work and... Um, I was like, okay, maybe I'm the problem. And so I was like, I'm going to change my attitude. And that did help. Um, But I think there are a lot of things that are out of your control that affect the way that you live your life. And that's just kind of how it is. Yeah. And so it's so hard to, like, feel motivated to want to do anything when you just feel like the life is sucked out of you. Like, I feel, I told my therapist this, um, this last week where I, for the past maybe like two months straight, have just been feeling like my life is this barrel and I just keep scraping at the bottom of it constantly. Like I'm never filled up. I'm, I'm, I haven't felt filled up in a very, very long time, like a hundred percent. But like in the past few months, I feel like I'm just constantly scraping at the end of my barrel, just like hoping to God that I find something that, like, will keep me going. Keep me going, whether that's work, whether that's school, whether that's a social life, like, whether that's just trying my best to be there for my people. And it's just, like, this constant effort of feeling that low, 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 and just being like, well, what else am I going to do? Yeah. There's, there's that question, I feel like. Yeah. And I think asking. it's it's kind of, I mean – it's not awesome, but it's kind of cool that we're kind of on the same wavelength in the sense of, like, I think we are just really close, and it just, I feel like it just so happens that we end up kind of going through this in the same time sometimes, and, yeah, and we've been talking about this, like, for the past three weeks, for me, it's been kind of the same, and I can feel myself slowly growing more apathetic, like, mm-hmm. as the days and weeks go on. And I think it's a very slippery slope for me because I feel like once I start feeling that way, I can just, like, I can shut it all off, like, very quickly. And that means, and that looks like me, like, not putting effort into the things I normally would love to do. That means not eating right. That means Mm -hmm. lashing out and... Like, getting mad over things I probably shouldn't get, like, be getting mad at. Um, It looks like not socializing. And I just feel so, I would, I feel like I kind of just shut the world 
like off and I just like want to lay in bed I don't want to go out like I just I don't want to do anything I literally cannot function (laughs) like I'm just not motivated to do anything and it sucks because I'm like so many people expect things of me and it's like it's almost like you're just in these you're going through the motions yeah like that is a hundred percent that has been me for the past week which has also been multiple like not only has it been like going through the motions but also like feeling all of the emotions if you will where I'm like so overwhelmed by all the meltdowns that I've had where I just can not un- like I have this weird ability this apparently just this week where I have opened the floodgates of tears and I just can't stop so some weeks look like that yeah so this has been one of the most intense weeks of not just like crying uncontrollably but like about really hard things that I have suppressed for so long that are just like being boiled to the surface where it's just like if they don't like come out in some way I'm gonna lose it yeah and so it's just been like okay well I have now cried for multiple hours about these things that have been really heavy And now I'm expected to go to work tomorrow, where I now have to deal with other people who are dealing with their emotions and not get triggered, Yep. which has been really hard for me. And then to go from that and be like, all right, like all I want to do is sleep because I'm so drained and I'm so exhausted. I'm just like, I cannot physically do this. It's not even like an emotional, mental thing anymore, which is what it usually is. But it's like this physical, like you were saying, all I want to do is lay in bed. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing because I'm like my two days off, I literally have spent in bed because I physically don't have the capacity to do anything. Yeah. I just, it's just the weirdest thing. I'm, I'm normally the type of person I like to like move and like yes. go Same. out, go socialize, mm-hmm. like enjoy your weekend. Yeah. Like a normal person. But lately I'm just like, oh man, the thought of just laying in bed just sounds Amazing. Not talking yes. to anyone for hours. Oh. Amazing. I think my mom came and checked on me and she like she was like, so blah 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 blah. And then she looked at me and she was like, You don't want to be bothered right now, do you? And I'm literally like sheltered in my own bed, like with my computer. Like I look like a hermit. And my mom was like, Oh, maybe I should leave. It's time and to I, go. Was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like Head on out, doors wide open. <laughs> and then she came in again, and the next time she came in, like, maybe 20 minutes later, she, like, knocked really quietly. She was like, I'm so sorry to bother you. And I was like, okay, I'm not, like, the worst for Like, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> like, I was like, damn, is this, like, the the vibe I'm giving off? It kind of motivated me to, like, get out of the house, like, once, but still not by much. Yeah. I think like I was hanging out with another friend this week and I was just telling him I was just like I do not want to do anything and he was just like let's go out and I was like literally no and I was no. just like I I completely understand how I sound right now. I probably sound like the most boring human ever because yes. I don't I barely want to like I just I can't even function through this conversation. But like I'm being super upfront with where I'm at. Like, I don't want to deal with any of this. And yeah. I'm sorry that makes me sound super terrible. But I just cannot handle it. And it's, yeah. like, really hard to, like, 
explain it to somebody and mm-hmm. you kind of have to just put on this like I don't know mask of like it's fine I'm let's doing just great move on. let's just move on let's just just come like please return later type of thing <laughs> <laughs> you're like a magic eight ball no. you're like you're like ask again later no literally like please ask again later like not right now honestly that's a good point like I definitely feel that where I feel like that's gonna be me like next week where I've dealt with so much crap this past week that I don't have the energy to even talk about it. Like, I, on Tuesday, I had just a horrible day Tuesday. It was rough. Like, work was really, really hard. And then I had to go to grad school for four and a half hours. And I was like, bro, I don't care about this, like, at all. I was like, you want to talk about crisis prevention? Talk to me about my work that I had just had to do. Or I had to try to convince someone not to commit suicide. Like, that's where my day was at, just to give you guys a little bit of, just a little snippet. Just a little snippet. Just a little snippet. And so to do that, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, you want to talk about crisis prevention right now? What crisis prevention? What crisis? Like, I was just so mad. So then I went home and my dad asked me, like, how was your day? And I'm like, I literally looked at him waved him off and went upstairs yeah and I'm like I I didn't even know how to unbox my day where I just couldn't even talk and that is you know me that ain't like me at all I need to process my entire day I need to give a full debrief like literally I talked to Tiff for like 30 minutes on Monday night about like one hour of something that happened yeah it sounds about right like this is just so normal but that's just so normal like we just debrief each other so for me to just sit and like cry and not talk at all like I didn't even know what to do and that's where I think it gets scary it gets scary because then you're not talking about it at all and I was like oh my god yeah what's going on and I didn't (laughs) me lying to my therapist I'm like yeah work was okay this week (laughs) There it is. <laughs> it's just it. It's just this like never ending cycle, and I think that a lot of people, I mean, whether you're in your twenties or you know later, your whole life, your whole work life, like you're going to be in those weeks, those months where it literally just feels like you're kind of going through the motion, and kind of something that I know I haven't really like talked about, but I'm actually like I mean I've, t- I've talked to you about this, but. Like, I'm kind of trying to transition in my career right now. Right. And it's really scary. And it's really, um, like, it's a lot of work in different ways, right? Like, trying to apply for jobs, trying to figure out how to enter into a different um, industry and different field. Because um, currently right now, I work as, I do social media marketing and, like, basically digital marketing. And I'm... I just, I want to do something different. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of crazy to kind of even just like say it out loud and just to really admit that. But it's it's just a lot of like decision making in the next couple of weeks. And I think that it's kind of overwhelming me. And I think that's why I know I'm like, oh, I'm kind of getting unhealthy. We're like, I'm trying to avoid a lot of things. And mm. a big transition like that is definitely something like you one really might avoid. is trying to, <laughs> why can't one might be trying to avoid. 
like, so, that one might be me. That but, might be me. <laughs> um, but it is really scary when, like, you know, you go through the emotions or you're trying to do something different, something big. Like, it's it's just a natural part of life. But, I don't know. I just, I just know that ultimately at the end of the day, like, I know I'm not going to stay in it. It just really sucks being in it. Do you feel like it's easier to shut down? I mean, I already know the answer, but do you feel like it's, do you feel just like the comfortability that it's easier to shut down and not necessarily just like avoid it, but not have to like feel it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I for sure have talked about this, but just like the way I just process my emotions, it's really easy for me to just like turn off my feelings and my emotions and that process, I mean, looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people go through it, but I feel like for me, I just like can just turn off and become really apathetic to myself, to people around me, like really, really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I in any way am like going off and like just like being super rude to people and whatnot, but it's just like I'm missing that extra oomph when I am healthy of like I genuinely go the extra mile for people like that's just not really there anymore I just am trying to keep it afloat almost and not necessarily trying to further it yeah I feel like and maybe this is like where you're relating is like I feel like I'm doing the bare minimum right now yeah where usually my like my true self for, like, humans, I guess. I don't know. I guess a lot of people don't expect this. But, like, I feel like I go very above and beyond for, like, my family and friends. Because it's not, like, this obligation or this need to feel loved or whatever. It's just what I genuinely love to do is, like, be that person for them. And I am not just, like, not going, like, above. Not just going, like, beyond or whatever. I am, like, doing the very, very, like, bare 2.0 GPA minimum. Yeah. Like, I just don't have the capacity to be where like they need me to be yeah and it sucks because I feel like not only do I feel like I don't care but I also feel like a failure at the same time Mm -hmm. so I'm just like in this limbo where I'm like okay well like I know that I need to like take care of myself because obviously I'm unhealthy but like I'm also in this stage where I'm like I don't want to, like, I want to sit in this, like, I'm like, why does everyone else get to do, maybe this is just me being selfish and going through a different tangent, but I'm like, why does everyone else get to go through life doing the bare minimum and getting away with it? Like, why can't they step up? Yeah. Why, why aren't they doing the most? And it's not even like people that I, that are my people. I'm just like, just in general, I'm like, you're literally doing the bare ass minimum. Meanwhile, I'm like killing myself to be this like stupendous human. I was like, that's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole other like tangent that I don't no, know. No, but I think it's the the part that we're trying to get at that like we maybe explicitly didn't mention. But like when we're in this cycle, we're really unhealthy. Oh, we I'm, both use that word. Well, explain. We're yeah. super unhealthy right now. Yeah. And it's kind of funny, like, we're unhealthy. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I know I'm unhealthy. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's maybe the worst of it, is like, yeah. we're, we've acknowledged it. Mm-hmm. And we're aware of it. Which is more than a lot of other people can say. But also, we're not any better because we're not doing anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, this, I feel like this is such a good explanation because when me and Tiff, like, before we talk about our podcast, we usually, like, we'll have these types of discussions and be like, okay, what do we want to talk about? This is real time, like, real life. This like, is, we're yeah. aware of it and we're just not, like, knowingly not doing anything about it. And and you guys now understand maybe, like, why. And that's just, like, the, the motivation isn't there. The willingness, the hard times. Like, it's not so easy to just... And I'm sure a lot of people are going through this where it's like, I'm not trying to be lazy. I'm not trying to be a bad friend. I'm not trying to not go to work. I just like generally am 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 having a hard time finding motivation. Yeah. And I don't think that also, I also don't think that is labeled as like depression or, you know, anxiety or laziness or whatever you want to call it. It's just post-grad. It's life. It's this 20-something trying to figure out my life, trying to figure out what I get excited about. Yeah. And right now it's like, I'm not excited. So like, what am I going to do? And it's hard because like, I don't know. The whole thing about being unhealthy and recognizing that is that you're probably just dealing with something way bigger and you're probably just simply avoiding it or you're just starting to process it yeah um the process in which we're like the this cycle you know of like getting two weeks of like really being unhealthy mm-hmm. i notice that is when i am not doing all the things that i normally do that fill me up so what does that look like for you just so that people can maybe tangibly see that in their own life I I think it's like not going to church. It's like not reaching out. It's not like I'm literally not doing any of these things. So like I'm unhealthy. I know it. I don't do anything about it, but then I'm like still expecting a different result. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> like it it doesn't make sense and and yet I'm still here like the definition of insanity. Yeah, I'm doing just like the same thing twice and expecting different results. Exactly. And what there's literally no one else to blame. And then right when I kind of get out of the cycle, I notice I'm doing all the things that make me happy. And then I feel healthy. And then I go and do all the things that I normally do. I go and I like love and support people. I like go out my way for people. I um I laugh. I have fun again. And it's just like all those little things and those little habits that you pick up and things that you do really do make a difference. And I like that when you when you talk about that, you're not, I mean, obviously it's like, oh, who would have thought? But you're not surprised. Yes. You know. And you know what's, like, good for you. You know what that looks like. For me, I think it's not necessarily, like, not doing things. It's how I do them. Because... For me, I think I get frustrated when I'm doing all the right things and I'm doing everything right, or literally just said the same thing twice, (laughs) but it's when I'm doing all that and I still feel like crap. Mm. And so mine's kind of the opposite. It's my mindset that has to change. It's the way that I approach things that has to be different where when I, because for me, it's like I've gone to church every single week. I'm going to therapy. I'm trying to work on my relationship with my family. I'm 
reaching out to my friends, making sure they know that I'm there. I'm showing up to work on time, leaving, making sure that my coworkers feel supported. I'm going to grad school. I'm putting my all. I'm doing all these things, right? And people will say like, wow, you have your life together. Like you're really doing a lot. I'm like, do you see me? I'm scraping at the bottom of my barrel every single week. And it's like, when I don't feel filled up, that's when I start getting like nasty. That's when I start not caring. That's when I have no motivation because I'm like, look at all these things and nothing's changed. I still feel like crap. (laughs) Feeling attacked over there. (laughs) Cause I feel attacked, but it's like when I, cause I mean, I've been in this cycle for the past couple weeks, but it's not my first rodeo. It's not my first time going through this a couple times. It's not my first time going through this suck fest. Like, hello, this is probably like my 80th by now. Like, yeah. just, like this is just what happens. And so I'm like, okay, but I know that there's like a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Right now I'm not in it and I don't see the light. I think the light is freaking dim right now, but I know it's there because I've gotten out of it and I've gone through it before and I know I can do it again. It's just like, what is it going to look like this time? What am I learning this time around? And for me, it's like leaning on my home team of people that I am really like, like I've said for the past whole podcast, I'm just like really letting those people into my meltdowns and not just like the meltdowns where I feel like, okay, I'm feeling really crappy today. Work sucked, blah, blah, blah. It's the meltdowns after therapy when I'm like really really just processing all the things that I you know hate about myself and trying to process what that looks like and letting other people in to let them know like hey I'm processing this and it sucks and I know you can't say anything to make it better but like thank you for being here thank you for showing up This is the other thing, too, um, talking about, like, the whole thing about being unhealthy and us acknowledging it. I think to a certain degree, when someone is unhealthy, maybe they're not saying and they're not using that exact vocabulary, mm-hmm. but I think there's this, like, thought in their head, like, oh, something's not right. Like, something yes. doesn't feel good. Yes. Like, this is not working. I, they're just, they're, they're saying it in a different way, but truthfully... At the end of the day, I think when we are not doing well, we know it. We're not just like... Yeah, you're experts of yourself. Yes. You know how you are when you're feeling quote-unquote healthy, your most you self, like, you know that. Yeah. And you know that listening to this right now, Yeah. that you are your best when you are doing X, Y, and Z. Yes. And so what Tiff is saying is, like, it may not look like saying, oh, I'm being an unhealthy version of myself. It may be oh, I'm not, like, showing up for my parents right now, or, oh, I'm not, like, um, being there for this coworker right now. Whatever that looks like for you. It may not even be relationally. It may no. just be, like, work. I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not showing up to work. I'm not showing up to work. Or, like, oh, you know, like, I worked out too much this week. Yeah. You know? It could just be something as simple as that, where it's, like, you know you should only probably be working out three times a week, and now you're doing, like, six. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be this perfect position of, what quote-unquote healthy looks like yeah and I I mean again we don't really have the answer for like how to get out of of this but honestly I think 
we were talking about there was like moments where we just want to be alone mm-hmm. and I think that that's there's a fine line between like when we're in this that like, we want to be alone and there's times and maybe we should push ourselves to invite people in or to go out and kind of go, go out and socialize yeah it's like this independence versus isolation moment yeah it's scary yeah it is I have not found the balance <laughs> I I feel like I there are times when I try to push myself even though I know that's not what I want to do yeah um so like let's say for example like there are moments where I all I want to do is like be apathetic, close myself from the world, and just like, you know, be super angsty. Like, just like, there are moments where you just kind of, you know, you feel that way. And um, and then I know that in those moments, like pushing myself to go out and socialize is like a really good thing. But sometimes I really just need need to be alone. And I had this conversation with a good friend of mine recently about, you know, the process of maturing yourself and kind of bettering yourself, whatever you wanted to call it, sometimes looks like doing something that is like pushing against what you normally would do. Hmm. So normally like when I'm in the state of being unhealthy, it's really easy for me to just to like, you know, isolate myself. And being mature and, you know, growing up sometimes looks like, hey, maybe I know that myself, I need to push against that and force myself to go out. Yeah. Like, sometimes you need that push. Yeah, get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and whatever that may look like. Like, sometimes maybe you're the person that um, talks too much, listens listens very little. Maybe sometimes, like, you need to be the person who listens more. Mm. Like, it looks... Call them out, Tiff. Call them out. (laughs) It looks different in different ways but I feel like that is maybe a step in trying to get yourself out of the cycle pushing against what you normally don't do yeah yeah this whole idea of like independence versus isolation at first I was like I don't really relate to this because I feel like I have a good balance of this and I was like I don't think that I isolate myself too much and I feel like I'm a I'm I would say I'm a fairly independent person. Um, I'm comfortable with what I do. I'm comfortable doing stuff by myself. I don't fear going to get groceries by myself or go to the movies. I don't really care. Um, But I thought about it, and when I am unhealthy, I do, when I get to a really, really unhealthy stage of my life, I get to an isolation. I'm, like, literally on my own island where I get to this state where I'm, like, I can do everything on my own. And I'm okay doing everything on my own because I expect everyone to not help me. Yep. And that's what sucks is like I put that expectation on everybody else and I put them at a distance automatically, not assuming that they'll help me. Yeah. They'll, they'll offer their help too. Like I've had them offer their help. Yeah. And I still am like, no, I can do it on my own. Like, no, I'm fine. I literally will be holding, like I could be holding like eight bags of groceries. And my biggest thing is being like, oh yeah, you can, you can help. Like, so I could literally have, like, 12 people come up to me, and I'm, like, struggling with, like, gallons of milk in my hand and being like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> me. Literally me. Because, and that's how I am with my feelings. Like, it's so hard for me to put my own feelings as burden on another person. Yeah. It just, I'm like, I just don't do it. Because I'm like, I never want, 
like someone else to be carrying my burdens. Like it's a very, very hard thing for me to admit. Um, but it's almost like I learned this in therapy actually is not just like letting others in, but it's almost, it's doing them a disservice when, because I love when people lean on me for stuff. Like I want them to, I want them to know that I'm there. And so when they do, I feel so much like validation that they would, they would choose me to be that person. But when I don't do that for other people, I'm taking that service away from them and not feeling away from them when I don't lean on them. And it sucks. And it was like a really hard moment for me to acknowledge that. But it it gets me out of that quote-unquote cycle, that stuck where I'm just like, okay, like I do have people who I can let them in and they can slowly start filling up my barrel. But granted, I'm, like, not there at all. Like, I, I get there maybe, like, once a month. And it's, I have a lot of meltdowns in between. It's just, like, you know, I... It's just, again, just so hard because I figure that balance of, like, do I let you in on this? Do I do, I do it myself? Like, I just... I, I don't know, like, I don't know how to say it. Like, I just feel mm-hmm. like it, it boils down to boils down to that like yeah. do I let you help me with this or I'm I can just do something else it's fine that's so I feel like I subconsciously think about that multiple times a day <laughs> is that bad I don't know no I don't think <laughs> is that bad. like too much I was gonna say every week but I was like not be honest <laughs> I truly do that yeah where new new stuff is gonna come up every week for you of course like that's just life welcome <laughs> If you didn't know already. <laughs> if you didn't already know, you're going to be hit with things that trigger the hell out of you every week. Um, because you don't have that. You don't, I, I don't know, maybe that's just me. Like, I don't have, well, I guess I still do have school, but I'm not living at school anymore to distract me from the very real moments of my life now. So, yeah, that's a, but that's a good point. I don't think I've ever thought of that, where I subconsciously in my head decide, Am I going to let people into this hurt, pain, even the happiness, like even the joyful moments? Like, am I going to let them into that or am I just going to like be by myself in it? And sometimes I think it's really okay to be by yourself. Like it's something you need to process, something you have to do by yourself. It's kind of like that hit it, like the comfort thing where you're just like, do I push myself or am I good? I think there's points in your life where you're like, I'm good. And you know, you're good. And Sometimes it's a risk of like, okay, I think I'm good, but I'm not sure. Cool. Okay. Figured it out. But then there's like the really, for me, I don't know, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe for you, it's like you let too many people in and you need to keep some things for yourself to process, to do on your own because not everyone's going to be able to help you. Yeah. Mine is the complete opposite, but I... I think it's another thing that you were kind of talking about how easy it is for you just to do things on your own. I think, like, post-grad, it's so easy to cut off all ties and just peace out and dip. So true. It is the easiest <gasps> thing. Like No one's checking on you. No one's checking. Everyone's busy doing their own thing. Yeah. You know, it's so easy for us to cut off all of our friends that we didn't want to talk to. Um... It's easy in, in when you're having those bad weeks being like, I don't want to talk to you. Not just this week, but like forever. Bye. No, honestly. <laughs> and and the thing is, is, you know, if you, like, I think if 
if you if you know that, then for people who are listening, like it is important for you to check up on your friends. It is important to reach out. Yes. You know, yeah. it's people can get lost in that really really quickly. Yeah. And it does take discernment on the the person to figure out like, do I do this on my own or do I actually let you in? But it's important to actually extend that hand to yeah. whether or not the person takes it. Yeah. And I'll be very honest right now is and I'm probably just talking to myself but if you feel like you maybe you're like me but when I hear that I'm just like oh I feel like I'm always extending that hand it's selfish not to do it and I feel like sometimes you will regret not like extending your hand just because you think well my problems are big too like someone should be reaching out a hand to me (laughs) like it's selfish to think that And to be like, well, my problems are bigger. People should be checking up on me. You're going to regret not checking up on your friends. Yeah. And it's, it's a hard pride swallow to (laughs) pride pill to swallow. But do you care more about, oh, well, did they check up on me? Are you going to be that petty just because they didn't check up on you? Because what if they're going through something right now too? Yeah. It's better to be in it together to, than to be alone. Yeah, I agree. Sorry. Didn't mean to get all like, whew, but it's something I need to hear as well. It's not, it's not me just dishing this out, not being able to take it. Like I'm looking in the mirror right now because I do that too. Yeah. This is it, guys. (laughs) This is it. This This is is raw, real. Raw, real. Immature. Yeah, seriously. And I think that it's really important to take the time sometimes of to stop glamorizing people on social media, Ooh. people who um, portray their lives and where they are in a very ingenuine way. And, and I think a part of it is kind of natural, um, just like based on the world that we live in, just all this technology and all the things we're surrounded by. So we just wanted to provide this episode and it's probably in not the most you know encouraging we don't have any of these like grand life tips to give and provide for you guys to apply but we hope that you can at least take some takeaway of recognizing that you're not alone when you have these moments because yeah. we are right there with you too yeah i mean that's why we created this a hundred percent like not every we don't have encouraging notes every single week like we're going through the nitty-gritty just like you guys are. I mean, we said from day one, we're in the trenches with you. We're not just here to sit on a pedestal and say, like, we've figured it out. We have all these answers. We've These are the lessons we've learned. Like, this is the lesson we're learning right now. And we want it to be raw. We want it to be real. And even if it's a suck fest. <laughs> it sometimes. All right, so if you guys love this episode... <laughs> No, but if you really love um, the conversations we're having here, we'd love for you guys to subscribe to our podcast. Make sure you're not going to miss any upcoming episodes. And uh, feel free to follow us on our social media platform on Instagram, um, at The Mature Podcast. It's really important for us to get reviews uh, for this podcast because it helps us to get um, found on different platforms. So we'd love to hear from you guys, and we love your support. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.